And the reading today is from John chapter 20, verses 24 to 29. Jesus appears to Thomas. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Good morning, everyone. Um, we are still in that um, Easter period. Two weeks ago, we celebrated Easter uh, in an intense uh, way. Every Sunday, we celebrate Easter. Every Sunday is the day of the resurrection. But we are dwelling on, on this passage of John 20 and 21, the end of the biography of Jesus, the Gospel of John. And we are looking today at this amazing en encounter which happened a week after the very first uh, Easter day, Easter morning, Easter evening. And usually we, we know about Thomas because Thomas, um, we preach a lot or we've heard preaching about, and if you're not accustomed, I'm trying to recapitulate that, but we, we often hear about Thomas um, in a, a quite an intellectual way, scientific way, rationalistic way. Thomas wants to see before he believes. And uh, that's, that's a great way of looking at this passage. Um, it's uh, important to look at the evidence of the resurrection. And there are many evidence of the resurrection. If you want to know more, we organize Alpha. Alpha is a course, and you can read about that on, on the panel just there. Uh, you will go through a lot of... Um, good evidence for the resurrection. And, um, but today I want to, to, to look at another angle of this text. And uh, Thomas, I'm, I'm feeling for him because he, he missed out something. He was left on the side. A week before his friends, his, the other disciples were transformed by this encountering with the risen Jesus. They were fearful and they became uh, full of peace. And they were called disciples and they became apostles. They were sent. And he missed out something. And I, I feel for Thomas because I think he was feeling rejected in a way. So I want to approach our text this morning on a more psychological way. Not only on the you know, analyzing and doubting Thomas. He wants to believe, he wants to analyze. But also the insecure Thomas inside that has been left on the side. He missed out probably one of the most important even in history with Christmas. 
But he is a little bit defensive, isn't it? Unless, Thomas says in our passage, unless I see the nails marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. I can relate to Thomas because he's on the, that defensive position. He's been discussing with his friends. They've seen the risen Jesus and they talk about that amazing encounter and he, he, he missed out that. And he feel, maybe he feel a little bit rejected. And, and I can relate to Thomas myself. Not only because I, I'm able to analyze, I'm scientific, I hold a master of science, but also because in my life, often I felt rejected rejected, uh, and it creates, and it created in me a barrier in my relationships, isn't it? And can be for me, it could be a word misinterpreted, or a love misinterpreted, or a party I haven't been invited. Um, I felt easily excluded in my own life. These are small things, but maybe um, I've experienced and you've experienced bigger things. And I want to talk this morning about forgiveness and unforgiveness, unforgiveness especially. Because when we feel um, being rejected, sometimes we build walls around our heart, our soul, and unforgiveness is uh, this situation of being isolated and rejected, and drop by drop, we create barriers in our relationships. And last week, we looked at Jesus, the very first Easter, as I said, in the Gospel of John. He's meeting with the disciples, and he's breathing to them, saying, peace be with you, receive the Holy Spirit. And he says, if you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. And this week, with Thomas, we're going to see a little bit of the dynamic of forgiveness and unforgiveness, and, and two weeks' time uh, with Peter being forgiven by the Lord as well. So two practical examples. Um, if we take a step back, do you remember that in the Bible there are two times um, an outpouring of the Spirit? At Pentecost, which we will be celebrating 9th of June, which is 50 days after Easter, and that's in the account of Luke, in the Acts of Apostles, and there is this other Pentecost, because Jesus, right from the resurrection, is breathing his spirit. Just, why is that? Why, why is the Bible is giving us two accounts of Pentecost? Um, only because the Holy Spirit, who is God, who is uh, the, breath, the breath of God, is operating in two modes in the Bible. And Luke is stressing the gifts, the charism, the prophecy, um, the proclamation, the kerygma. And John is stressing an, uh, another mode of the Holy Spirit, which is more to do with life itself, with love itself, with um, not only salvation brought by the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit being himself salvation and life. And so, this morning, we just... That's why there are two accounts in the Bible. There are the accounts just straight after Easter of Pentecost and one uh, 50 days after, because 
a little bit like when you go to the doctor or to the physio, you will have sometimes uh, images of the blood system and then superimpose on that uh, the muscles and then the skeleton, stuff like that. So you've got different layers. Exactly the same with the Bibles. We've got different layers and different angles um, for the same truth, really. But um, the Holy Spirit is not only the one who enables mission, um, but John is much more interested in the spirit who gives life. All through John's Gospel, which is an amazing biography, by the way, of Jesus, you can read it in one hour and a half, you will see that Jesus is always referring to the Holy Spirit at the very beginning with Nicodemus. You must be born from on high. Um, and the spirit is giving life. The spirit is life itself. What's happening for Thomas this morning? Um, Thomas is in this isolating situation. That's my interpretation for the, this morning, but he's not relating with his disciples. He's a bit defensive. He is uh, in that mode of uh, being hurt, probably, and not able to forgive. And in our lives, my friends, we can lose peace because our relationship with others can be um, difficult due to hurts, due to different circumstances, um, sometimes really uh, abusive circumstances, of course, and it's difficult then, of course, to forgive to others. But the Lord is um, calling us, first of all, to forgive to others. And we've been uh, a little bit focusing our efforts recently uh, with, as we've seen, uh, welcoming people, stepping out into mission, and we are in that situation, in that series called Easter Ambassadors. We want to be ambassadors for Christ, for the risen Jesus. But it's good to start where the gospel is given to us, to start with forgiveness. How can we become Christ ambassadors? How can we be transformed as Thomas was transformed, as the disciple, disciples were transformed? It starts with that idea of receiving that peace and forgiveness. Because unforgiveness is building barriers around us, little by little, drop by drop. And instead of giving forgiveness and mercy to others, sometimes we protect ourselves and we cling to bitterness, to unforgiveness, as if it was some form of defense for us to cope with uh, hurts or situation that can be really difficult. But actually, unforgiveness are prisons at the end of the day because they keep us from that life that the God and the Holy Spirit want to give us and that freedom and that love that God intends. I was struck that during our worship music time, we sang a lot about um, walls and it's possible for God to uh, do it again. And it's, it's quite interesting because often in our life, unforgiveness is there and there are reasons why we don't forgive. And one of them is uh, a lack of faith because it's too painful. We don't believe it's possible. And of course, the, tr the truth is that it's really difficult sometimes to forgive uh, someone because, or ourselves, or God, because um, 
yeah, it's impossible in some ways, but God has provided a way for us to forgive, and it is Jesus. And another reason why we can't, and a reason we don't forgive is a lack, probably, of want, of willingness, because of hurt. We don't want to walk through the pain and get the other side of it. Another reason we don't allow God's forgiveness to go through us is a lack of awareness of deeper wounds. I mentioned myself, could relate to Thomas, because um, for some times in my life I was feeling rejected for some ways, but the Holy Spirit uh, at some stage illuminated for me the roots, the deeper wound um, and gave me this awareness. For me, it was related to my early uh, childhood, really, and, and the fact that I was separated from my mother because she was sick. And the Lord, by His Spirit, breathing, revealing to me and to someone who was accompanying me uh, that deeper wound allowed me to then, then forgive to other people and situations and to myself. So why we don't forgive sometimes is due to a lack of awareness of deeper wounds that the Spirit of God wants to reveal. Maybe we have also a desire of revenge or uh, we can be fearful of uh, the consequences of forgiving. Maybe it's pride. A little way Thomas was a pr showing pride there with his friends. I want to see um, the nails, wounds, before I believe. Um, sometimes it's the influence of evil spirits in our hearts, which is uh, uh, possible, very possible, that we created uh, these um, breaches in our hearts. And sometimes it's also a reason why we don't forgive. Sometimes it's uh, a lack of understanding of our own forgiveness. Uh, by God on the cross, what he did for us. Paul says in Romans 5 that the Holy Spirit is poured into our hearts. The love of God is poured into our hearts by the Spirit of God. It's related to one of the modes the Holy Spirit is working, giving life, giving love, giving himself, Christ in us. Not only the gifts, not only the, the beautiful gifts, uh, Paul is reminding us in 1 Corinthians 13 that the most important thing is the love of God. And the command of Jesus in John 13, to love one another, a new command I give you. But how to love each other here as a church, as a staff team, as a, uh, as a congregation, if we've got these barriers of unforgiveness? Can be big things, can be things... Uh, You've been victim of, of abuse, of uh, hurts, uh, spiritual abuse even. Can be little things that drop by drops cuts you in your relationship uh, with others. Can, uh, so it's really important if we want to dive into the love of God and receive his life to address this issue of forgiveness. Um, refusing to forgive according to Jesus, is, is a sin. Jesus, when he taught his disciples to pray, he gave them the Lord's Prayer, and he said in Matthew 6, but if, Jesus is saying, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. 
And we don't often talk about the sin of unforgiveness as, as a sin. But the words of Jesus are really clear, they're strong. Um, Jesus is not only telling us that, the bar is very high, but he's giving us the means, he's giving us his spirit to help us to forgive. So there, there is, of course, there, um, the spirit of God that can help us to do what is impossible for our emotions, what is impossible. And forgiveness, of course, is a process, but it's possible with some um, willingness in, if we are intentional. So in, in this coming season, it's really interesting because we are looking at being Christ ambassadors, going out, stepping out in mission, being uh, the, the witness of the risen Christ, the resurrection, but at the same time, we want to offer, as a church, the space to look inward. You know, the two modes of the Holy Spirit, Luke mode, the missions, and the charism, but also the John mode, where God wants to dwell in us, to give us life and give us peace. There are much more to say about unforgiveness and forgiveness, but an easy way to remember um, or to start that process of forgiveness is, is six steps I just want to share to unlock forgiveness. First thing is to find someone you trust in, uh, with whom you can share the, the particular situation, with whom you can pray and receive from the Spirit of God some clues, some uh, things as I shared about me, the fact that at the very beginning of my story, um, this um, relationship with my mother not being there, uh, induced things later. But that's the first thing, find someone at church. We, you can find someone maybe in a hub, you can someone here, uh, the clergy, HND, myself, or PIPA. Um, that's the first thing. Second thing, begin to praise God. Of course, we want to praise God, to thank Him, and uh, ask the Holy Spirit to come, to come in that situation. Third thing, um, to come to God, uh, Humbling ourselves, really, because um, a little bit like Thomas is humbling himself when he, he gives that amazing confession, my God uh, and my Lord, to Jesus when he recognized after Jesus saying, peace be to you. And uh, third thing, fourth thing, remember the words of Jesus, Father, forgive them. They, know, they do not know what they're doing. Um, Jesus on the cross, before that episode, he said things, seven things are recorded in, in the Gospels of the sayings of Jesus on the cross. One of them is that, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. It's a beautiful way to, and it helped me, at least in my personal journey, to really pray that prayer when it's hard to forgive to someone. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. Fifth thing, name the people and specifically in your prayer, name the people you want to forgive and what, they, you want, uh, what are you forgiving them about. It's really important uh, to be specific and as the Spirit of God recalls us. And the last thing is just to thank God uh, for what he's doing, even if our emotions can continue to, to be hurting. But that's a process, as I said. Um, so that's Something you can do with someone, some, something you can do, uh, you can start on your own, but it's really important to unlock um, the blessings of forgiveness. 
Jesus is saying in our passage, uh, blessed are we because we believe in, in him without seeing him. And the blessing that God wants to give are, are many. And I believe for our church, uh, they are there to reach out. But probably we are in a season, again, I'm re repeating myself, but we are in a season where we need to let the Spirit of God dwell into our hearts and look where we need uh, the life. Somebody had a, a picture last week um, as Andy was preaching in this very, uh, at this very time, uh, the same hour, uh, week before, a picture of a switchboard of a lot of switches on off, and it represents our hearts, our soul, and some rooms of our soul are in darkness, some others are in light, and the switch to go from switch off to switch on is forgiveness. And it's as if God is telling us that there are rooms for us to explore, to reclaim again in our hearts, in our life. And the way to do it is forgiveness. forgiveness. And only the Spirit of God can show you now uh, where and to whom um, is leading you, you to, to forgive. Little by little, but it's possible. So let's pray, my friends. Father God, thank you so much for you do not want to leave us where we are. A reason Jesus, you didn't want to leave Thomas um, in his place of analyzing, but also insecure, um, feeling left uh, on the side, Lord. You want to reach out to us. You want to eliminate by your spirit this morning and in the coming days, coming weeks, where we need, Lord, to um, either to repent or either to let your spirit to give us the strength to forgive to others. So we pray for that. We pray that you unlock the blessings of forgiveness in our lives, Lord. Breathe on us, we pray. As you, and, and Lord, we pray to receive your peace. Peace with ourselves, peace with others, and peace with you, Lord. Lord, thank you for the cross. Thank you that nothing is impossible for you. So we pray for more of you, Jesus, this morning. Amen.